Hey folks, welcome back to the State Tax Show. I'm Matt Hunsaker. For those interested in marketplace facilitator regimes, all eyes have been on the last three holdout states. Today we discuss what has happened in their legislative sessions. At the end of 2020, all but three of the states with a sales tax have enacted marketplace facilitator rules, and those states were Florida, Kansas, and Missouri. For those of you unfamiliar with marketplace facilitator rules, it's basically a law that causes someone who's operating an online marketplace for sellers to be treated as the seller for sales tax purposes instead of the actual seller companies that use this platform. States really like these rules because then they only have to deal with a few big fish instead of many small fish that probably aren't worth the effort. What's been interesting, though, is that a bunch of my marketplace facilitator clients have been frustrated with these last few states. And that may seem odd to you. I mean, here we have three states that are not requiring them to collect tax on other sellers' sales. But you see, at this point, they have kind of resigned themselves to this being the new normal going forward. They're going to have to collect tax on their marketplace facilitator sales. And it's kind of a pain to have separate systems for marketplace facilitator states and non-marketplace facilitator states. It's just easier for some companies, depending on their software, to just go all in on collecting sales tax as a marketplace facilitator. Well, this may not be a problem any longer. It looks like at the end of this legislative season, Florida, Kansas, and Missouri have jumped on the bandwagon and enacted marketplace facilitator laws. Back in April, Governor DeSantis signed Senate Bill 50, which put into place an economic presence standard of $100,000 in in-state sales, and along with that, the legislation enacted marketplace facilitator collection responsibilities. Nothing too exciting there. Kansas, though, was a bit of a ride, and coincidentally, their marketplace facilitator bill was also called Senate Bill 50. But it had a lot more drama. You see, it wasn't just a marketplace facilitator bill. It also had a bunch of other tax provisions, including things like decoupling from guilty and the Section 163J limitation. As a result of this, the governor vetoed the bill, which was expected, and that was back on April 16th. Fast forward a couple weeks, and on May 3rd, the Senate and House overrode the veto. So now the economic presence Provisions will go into effect July 1st of this year, and like Florida, the threshold will be $100,000. The marketplace facilitator provision, however, does not go into effect until the beginning of 2022. That leaves us with our last holdout, Missouri. Missouri has tried to pass this legislation, but legislators have just 
not been able to agree on how to do it or how to spend the tax revenue. But it looks like they have finally come together and have passed a marketplace facilitator and economic presence bill. That is Senate Bill 153. I think it was voted out of conference committee on May 14th, which was the last day of the legislative session. So the only action that remains is for Governor Parson to sign the bill. He asked for the legislation, so everyone I have talked to is pretty confident that this is a done deal. Assuming he signs it, the $100,000 economic presence statute will go into effect at the beginning of 2023. So that is still out there quite a ways in the future. The marketplace facilitator collection requirement goes into effect at the same time. And what's interesting is that revenue from the bill will fuel income tax cuts. How much, you ask? Well, the amount of those cuts depends on how much revenue comes in over the next few years. So now that all the states have adopted marketplace facilitator rules, the question is, what's next? Well, I think over the next few years, we will see a lot of effort to create some degree of uniformity in how the rules work. The Wayfair case, which really opened up this whole possibility, is premised on these laws not unduly burdening interstate commerce. So if the states want to keep the marketplace facilitator regime safe from challenges, at the very least, they are going to have to have some modicum of uniformity. When the dust settles from the legislative session, we should come back and take a look at some of the competing marketplace facilitator regimes and take a look at how they differ and which ones the business communities prefer. Well, that's it for today. I'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode. Until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.